0: What's going on? It's Jesse Lee and call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor in this episode of the show is on emotional intelligence and this is something that I think is so Flippant important and not enough people talk about it This is going to be episode 166 and I really think this is one of those episodes where if you are trying to be a leader if you're trying to develop leaders if you're trying to find more leaders, these are the things you want to look for 4. This is a episode I would probably listen to multiple times take very good notes so pull the car over Take notes, get off the treadmill, whatever. Um, And if you're walking outside, I see a lot of you walk and listen. Maybe you're safe and you can take notes on your phone. But this is a must listen to episode of the show. I'm just telling you, this is something that a lot of network marketing leaders are missing and they need this. And if you can teach teach your train, teach your team how to have emotional intelligence now instead of five years down the road, I promise you, you are saving yourself a ton of anxiety a ton of stress, ah! So today's episode's reviewer, and guys, make sure you get your reviews in. This is being uploaded on a Friday. You want your reviews in probably no later than Saturday, so it uploads on the website, um, on iTunes, and this website, I go to find the reviews by Monday because Monday's giveaway is going to be $169. So make sure you get your five-star reviews in. Make sure you tell your friends to get their five-star reviews in. Make sure you subscribe. That's super important. And actually, kind of a shout-out. Um, I'm officially ranked now in Switzerland, Italy, and Belgium. So <laughs> maybe I need to spend more time in Europe. My God. But thank you so much for all the shares and reviews. It does mean a lot to me. And this is a, um, an advertisement-free podcast. So if you want it to stay advertisement-free, let's make sure we leave reviews. So today's reviewer of the show is Shazza1071. Stop scrolling. You don't want to miss this. Five stars. What a powerhouse. Bang emoji. Jesse Lee, you have given me more inspiration and motivation to shift my mindset and to start living. I have upped my game plan from an ordinary to extraordinary life. Thanks to you. Flex. I love your all in or nothing and keeping it real approach. Preach emoji. I now shout your name from the rooftops as the go-to podcast to anyone that will listen. I'm sure my children are overhearing about you. (laughs) Haha, you are my savior. And for that, I thank you. Prayer emoji. Peace out. Mic drop. I love it. What a fun review. Thank you so much. And I hope you guys love episode 166 of the show. Today's training though is actually going to be on emotional intelligence and the reason I wanted to do a call on emotional intelligence is because of last night's call on adaptability quotient and so emotional intelligence, emotional quotient, uh, these are the two parts in my opinion of business that end up being the most important and I think they're overlooked so often because people think that business is all about action or they think that business is all about being super smart or they think business is all about strategies and I don't really know. That it's all about strategies as much as it's about controlling the six inches. I have a big head, so it's six inches. If you're Lucone, it's like four inches <laughs> between, your, <laughs> between your ears. If you have not yet watched my Instagram story today, you are doing yourself a massive disservice. If you're in the interest of laughing, actually, hysterically, um, Lucone said he's never seen me laugh that hard. I was like, sobbing for 20 minutes so it is the actual funniest uh maybe don't watch right now because if you do you're not going to uh be able to pay attention but i love it people are saying baby head first thing i watched today i love it i honest to god hysterically laughing for and every time i look at it even just thinking about it i'm putting it in a highlight i should just make a Luca highlight that just might be what i have to do but at any rate so i want to talk about um emotional intelligence and and different signs that you can look out for for not only yourself but as you're trying to identify maybe the new leaders that are in, um, that are in your, your organization. Okay. And so this idea to understand and manage our emotions, it greatly increases our chances of success. Okay. And the reason it greatly enhances your, or increases your chance of success is because People don't like to be around people that are hotheaded and people don't like to be around people who react in very dramatic ways. People don't like to be around people that, um, I don't want to use the word, are predictable, because I don't know that I'm necessarily the most predictable person, but I'm also very stable, right? So there's none of this emotional wave craziness that goes on, even when there might be a big storm, keeping calm in that storm so that everybody knows that the leader is still present, I think is very important. And that's not to say don't be human. That's not what this is about. I just think it's about making sure that you keep yourself um, almost like above ground. Does that make sense? Like make Hold yourself almost to the higher um, emotional standard, I think is really important. And so um, here's here's those things. So the first thing I wrote down was that very emotionally intelligent people with a high emotional quotient, they think about feelings. Okay, so this is that self and social awareness. It's the ability to recognize emotions. And most importantly, if you're taking notes, their impact in both yourself and others. Right, So the ability to say, "Oh, hold on a second, this person needs some love. Hold on a second, this person's going through a storm. Hold on a second, I need to reach out to, to Frasia, to Mo, to Jenny Lynn, to Courtney, to Deb, to Sydney, to, to whomever, and make sure they're okay. That is a huge level of emotional intelligence. Because a lot of people, as they go through their businesses and go through their lives, maybe you've noticed this, maybe you've had a leader like this before. It's like your, your emotions and your actions are basically screaming. Screaming, oh my gosh, help me. And your leader is oblivious to it, right? Does that make sense? You've seen this before, but how many of you can feel it sometimes when you're like, hold on a second, like, Oh, Hey, Oh, Hey. Okay. That's the emotional intelligence. That's an emotional quotient and understanding that those, those emotions impact how somebody shows up in their business is something really powerful to understand, because people need to be seen, they need to be heard, they need to be appreciated, uh, and they they need to know you're there. Now, Shauna just asked, what if you reach out several times and get nothing? That's fine, because sometimes we shouldn't be reaching out for a response, we should reach out so that they know. Does that make sense? Like just because somebody doesn't respond to your message doesn't mean they didn't read it. Doesn't mean they didn't receive the love. Doesn't mean they didn't know that you saw them in their time of grief or whatever it is. Because we all process grief differently. This is actually really important to note. Some people, they don't want to be messaged when somebody, I don't know, passes away or when somebody, uh, or when they go through some traumatic, uh, maybe loss of somebody in their whatever it is, right? Not everybody wants to be the spotlight in that. So, but some But but at the same time, sometimes they just want to be seen and they're just not ready to respond. And there's nothing wrong with that either. We're all very different people. So as long as you're doing what feels best to you, Shauna, if that's reaching out in your case, if that's sending a card, if that's whatever, I think you're on the right path. So that awareness really begins with reflection, right? So asking yourself questions like, what are my emotional strengths, right? What are my emotional weaknesses? How do I tend to react to things? right? How does my current mood affect the way I show up in business is a great question to ask yourself as a leader. Like, I mean, it's pretty obvious I, If in case you can't tell, like, I like, I, like single as a Pringle over here. Okay. So in case you like missed it, uh, but how can you tell? Not really. Right. Based on my, I love Pringles too. Based on the way I'm still making decisions, based on the way I'm still leading the organization, based on the way I'm still leading and loving, you can't actually tell because of the level of emotional intelligence. Now my energy is really good. Like it's almost like I cleared this, like, um, um, I don't want to, I'm not, my interest is not in bashing him, uh, but somebody who wasn't contributing at all and really siphoning from the empire um, and taking influence from our team uh, that was not his to take. It's, it was for me this big energy. Woo! And so it allowed me to uh almost think clearer, almost allow me to make better decisions, right? So that's funny. Kayla says you're like me. You lost 140 pounds. That's funny. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> um, but how does it affect your current mood, right? When you reflect on things like that. And I have had the conversation with some of my close friends where I'm like, I know that I made the right decision in this because of the way that I have been leading since making this decision, right? Since making the decision and having the courage to do it the way that I'm actually almost showing up more uh, because I no longer have to feel guilty about working my business, right? So there's these little nuances you wanna pay attention to when it comes to your emotional intelligence and when you're looking at other people so you can tell when somebody's going through those storms as well. Okay. And then again, another good question you can ask yourself is maybe something like what's going on under the surface that's influencing what others say or do. So that's important because that takes awareness, right? When you are trying to lead somebody through things saying, hold on a second, what is the storm that somebody is going through? What is the underlying actual issue? And this goes into not being reactionary. Okay. Because a lot of the time when somebody sends like crazy messages or somebody sends, um, things that are really aggressive or somebody sends something that's like, I'm going to quit. Shipping's messed up. The packages are effed up. Like, they're not that mad about packages being messed up there's probably something going on in their life that has a lot more to do with why they're frustrated than like the the sachet being torn at the bottom was like their final straw make sense like just that was like the last thing for them they were just pissed off because they uh you know they're 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 financially strapped and because their best friend yelled at them and because they uh they failed at their diet today and they're feeling down on themselves like whatever those things are it tends to be like that one little thing like the straw that breaks the camel's back and you being the leader and recognizing that just because they're saying that something bothers them it's actually usually under the surface and and then identifying that in yourself as the leader, identifying, hold on a minute, why am I so pissed off about shipping, right? Why am I reacting like this right now? What is actually going on in my life? Like, is it that serious? And the answer tends to be no. Like I actually talked to, um, I talked to Mitch, you know, uh, rank eight in the company about three or four days ago. And I was like, yeah, shipping's not that great right now, huh? He goes, yeah, I don't care. I said, what do you mean? I said, I mean, I don't really care either, but what do you mean? I want to hear your perspective on it. And he said, well, I mean, when we started in the company five years ago, we had a four month long back order and people's credit cards got charged every single month for SmartShip and they got no product for four months, but they had spent $500. I said, oh, that's not good. And then can you imagine if what showed up at your house was the original orange dream and chocolate swirl? <laughs> Tragedy. <laughs> so it's funny to me because somebody who now has built a multi-million dollar business, of course, it was based off of the back of having emotional intelligence to get through something, right? To say, hold on, this this kind of sucks. He goes, okay, so what? We're going to have like a two week, three week back order? Cool. Literally, who cares? He goes. I'm I'm down for five month back order. I was like, I'm not down for a five month back order, but you know, I will I will lead through it. You know, but uh, I, uh, that's going to be a nerf for me. Okay. Um. But I but I love that. So, oh, there you go, Lee. So just flipping that right, having that perspective um, is very valuable when it comes to emotional intelligence, and that can really be used to your advantage. The next tip I have when it comes to emotional intelligence is pausing. Okay, this is something you've probably seen me physically do. Um, you've definitely seen me do it probably on Zooms occasionally where I just sit for a second and then I respond, right? Uh, but but much longer in person. If you spend any amount of time with me way before I have some kind of reaction, uh, you know, if you ask me a question, great example is Sydney. You know, she, you know, she's come to me many times with some some serious things going on in her life and I just listen and I don't have a response right away, right? I sit, I listen, I kind of ponder. And then I respond when I know what I need to say. And sometimes you need to make sure you do that for yourself as well. Because I think I think we forget to do that. I think we forget to take the time to pause and know that we would never speak so much negativity upon somebody we love as much as Amanda or Sydney or B or Sarah or Lauren or, or any of you, yet we do it to ourselves. We don't pause, we react, okay? And so pausing, just simply taking a moment to stop and think before you speak or act, uh is really powerful and it's easier said than done 100% i'm the first to admit it but just taking the second to breathe because most things in your life are not nearly as bad as you think they are have any of you noticed this before like you thought that your life was over at some point probably 15 times in your in your in your life and then you're wait like, hold on a second okay life's really not that bad so It's interesting because when you do pause, it saves you, in my opinion, from embarrassing moments where you say things you don't mean to say, uh, or making commitments too quickly. uh, No is a complete answer or a complete sentence. And really, it almost helps you refrain from making a permanent, write this down, a permanent decision based on a temporary emotion. And so this is really something I do when I process, like there's things like, since we brought it up already, like this was, this is since November. Okay. My pause was way too long. Okay. But at the same time I kept thinking to myself, wait, like, do I need to, uh, do I need to think this through? Is this me right now in an emotional state? Is this me reacting to something stupid that was done? Is this cause I'm, uh, really busy with work right now? Is this because, Oh shoot. Now we're quarantined. Okay. Okay. So is this cause of quarantine? Wait, Jesse Lee, just stop and wait and think. And so sometimes taking... Uh, That time to not overthink as long as I did, maybe, but also just pausing for a second and saying, okay, this is gonna be a permanent decision because there's no take backsies. Uh, This is gonna be a permanent decision. How is this going to affect not only me personally, but then our organization as well? Uh, There were a lot of obvious variables. And so it's to say, all of you I know are going through something, whether it's, oh, geez, uh, whether it's something personal, whether it's something, um, you you know, business related, whether it's a combination of all kinds of stuff, we all have those things. Uh, and so just take that time to, to, to make sure you're not reacting in a temporary emotion. And I say that as somebody who for sure, Oh my God, like the amount of things I've said in my past that I'm like, Jesse Lee, what are you doing? Okay. We've all been there. Okay. I've said it to friends. There is something I said. So I was engaged when I was 18. For those of you who don't know, there is something I said to my ex fiance that I will never forget. It was the meanest, most horrible thing. I, like, it was so bad. And I still, like, I will never forget his face. No, I can't tell you. I mean, I could tell you, but it's really mean. It's like Jesse Lee circa 2009. So, I mean, maybe I'll, I'll tell you. WTF. Okay, so, like, I, okay, golly, I really, should, this will show you my growth. Ha, 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 ha okay so i was uh like 19 or or 20 or something like that and i didn't want to be in the relationship anymore i knew i needed to get out like i just was i was bored and i was too dominant so i was dating a man who was way too submissive and uh this is before i understood energies and whatever i was just like steamrolling him like He was kind of scared of me. Okay. So if I was like, Hey, you know, he'd like literally like physically react. (laughs) It's not a healthy relationship, guys. Okay. If you're in one of those, maybe you break up and you find someone a little more powerful. Okay. And he's like, amazing. He's great. We literally talked last week. Like he's a great man. Okay. Um, like he's incredible. And, uh, but (laughs) we are just not good together. And I kind of wanted like, oh my God, I'm like literally going to vomit. It's sitting in my throat chakra right now. (laughs) Like all this energy right here. Maybe I do need to get this out. So I said to him, I can't believe this. We were standing in the bedroom. I still remember this. And I looked at him and I was like, you know what? This breakup would just be easier if you would just go die. (laughs) Like the most horrible, horrible, horrible. WTF? Terrible, terrible. That is really bad. No, that is really bad. I literally wish death upon a man that I loved. So you should, oh my God, Chris, damn it. So really, really bad, evil, evil, evil. And it's crazy. You know, we didn't talk for six or seven years or something after that comment. And one of the first things he said was, he's like, I can't believe what you said to me when, when we broke up. I'm like, yeah, that was really, really hideous it was terrible so uh we all make mistakes i have a lot of examples of that um, for sure. So, I don't want you to think, oh, Jesse Lee's got the emotional intelligence thing together all the time. Um, pretty good now. Pretty good now for sure. But uh, that's through growth. And so, this is something that as you develop more into your leadership, you are going to look back and reflect on some of the things you said and be like, holy cow. Okay. I can't think of anything worse than that, Brittany. So, I don't even, I don't even, what else could you possibly say to somebody than basically go die? Lord have mercy. Okay. So, the next thing is that if you are going to, what could be worse? Oh my gosh, I cannot even believe, I cannot believe, okay, whatever, I don't know what's worse than murder, but go, 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 um, is somebody in your business that, or yourself, who strives to control their thoughts, okay, and this is really important, because life is going to hit you straight, square between the eyes a lot of the time, right, and you don't have much control over the emotions you experience in the given moment, right, like when an emotion hits you when somebody says something, when somebody does something, you're like, oh my god, but you can choose how you react, right? You can choose how you respond. You can choose that. So it's like, you can't stop, um, you know, like, the spider from landing on your shoulder, but how do you react? You know, maybe a bad example. Some of you probably would freak out if a, if a spider landed on your shoulder, but that's the only thing that came to my mind. So that's where I'm going with. Okay. But if you strive to control your thoughts and you notice somebody who is able to control their thoughts, you are no longer a slave to your emotions. And that allows you to live in a way that's in harmony with your goals and your values. Right. Because otherwise it, the word I used earlier, and I'm going to use again is hothead. head, right? When somebody cannot talk to you because they're so scared that you're going to jump down their throat, that's not good. And again, I have been there. I used to be the person who, if you didn't come to a training or you didn't go to an event, it was like (laughs) dead to me like whatever, like you say, you want this business. You don't want this business. Okay. Like that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, Yet again, here we go. Jesse Lee. Wow. Okay. Those kinds of things. That's not the life I want to live. That's not in harmony with my goals and the way I want to lead. And so again, how I respond to stuff and how you should start responding to stuff. If you're not already is when somebody in your organization comes to you, understand that their reaction is a reflection of them. It's not you, but how you respond is the reflection of you. And most of the time when somebody says something to you, understand this, it's not about you. It's about them, right? So if somebody says, you're not a good leader, you don't, whatever the stupid things are that they have to say, that's not you. That's them that's projection and projection goes both ways you've heard me say this before probably you can project negative things on people and you can project positive things on people be somebody who projects positive things on people and check yourself when you say negative things or when somebody says something really negative really nasty really horrible and they're trying to be really hurtful and then you're like this doesn't even make sense how many of you've had that before somebody says something and you know it's directed at you like because you're not stupid right you're like oh you're trying to talk about me How many of you have looked at something like that before and gone, that can't even be about me though. Like that is clearly about you. You've had those moments. Okay, that's emotional intelligence. That's understanding. Hold on. This is somebody who either has jealousy, animosity, anger, etc. Like all of the bad emotions towards themselves. They're not actually reflecting on you. Right. And so, especially when it comes to your leadership, if you get the messages, like I see Sydney, well, she's laugh, commenting laughing, but it makes me think of somebody who left her organization or our organization. Her girlfriend went crazy. Like she was posting all kinds of crazy things for like, she probably still does, but it was for like weeks and months. And we were like, I was like, Sydney, that, that honestly can't be about you. Like, that's just not how you lead. So I don't know what she's talking about. That's probably, like, she probably wishes she led like you. Oh, like, Sydney and her, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, you are cuckoo. You are cuckoo. Oh, yeah. So like, oh, I'm the one who made Sydney all her money. Um, did you forget about how many people Jesse Lee put under you, homegirl? Like, hold on a second. Like, you're literally projecting um, your insecurities on other people. And so uh, there's a lot of that, though, that goes on in the world. And that's just display a display of very low emotional intelligence. Okay, the next thing that I think is a great sign of high emotional intelligence is being able to accept criticism. Okay, if you wanna write that down. And I'm not saying you enjoy getting attacked, okay? There is a huge difference between the two. Okay, nobody wants to get attacked. Nobody wants to be yelled at. Nobody wants to be name-called. Nobody wants to be any of these things. But can you take constructive criticism? Can you take it when somebody says, hold on a second, like, this could be better if we did this? That's an opportunity to learn. And somebody with high emotional intelligence can look at something and say, okay, wow. So as an example, um, you know, when Empire U got canceled, which like, I think God is on our side, by the way, clearly, because this is all working out just fine. (laughs) Coronavirus, struck, etc. But when all of that happened, some of you were in the room with me. And don't get me wrong, I was sobbing. Like, well, no, no, you weren't in the room with me when when I found out at first. Um, I was sobbing, like ugly, ugly, ugly crying for sure. Um, And there was no negative feedback. But I instantly went to a place where I thought to myself, where are the lessons in this? What am I going to learn from this? Even though this is not being delivered in the best way. Okay? It kind of let me in a window of Brian's brain on like how does he think? You know, cuz he said something to me. He said, "Well, if you want to compete with us, that's fine. But it'll be a it'll be a like it wasn't that sassy, right? But like if you want to compete with us, that's fine. That's your decision." And I went, "I'm not con- going to compete with you." Like that's no. Like I'm team I'm team our company. Like I'm not going to do that. And he was like, oh, "Okay, I'm just letting you know." And so that was like a very weird way to get you know, the, the, the information delivered, but instantly emotional intelligence kicks in, right? Can I keep my emotions in check? Can I, can, and I literally said out loud, it's going to be fine. We will make it better. Those were the words out of my mouth just so everybody knows. And then we brought the, some of the leaders upstairs and same thing. We were like, let's make it better. How do we make this better? Let's tell in service. Let's tell chance. Let's get this out to the team. We're going to make it better. And so, uh, just so you know, as soon as I'm done my meetings today, um, we're putting in the huge, huge swag order. So I'm wiring the money for that. Um, as soon as we're done with this call and then I are wiring for translation and all this other stuff and Courtney, I just thought about that. Um, but, uh, like it's crazy how it's all coming together. Now our team is going to have tons and tons of swag. No other team is going to have any swag because we were able to pivot into, um, we were, we were able to pivot into something more powerful. So taking that is super, um, I just think is a, a whole perspective shift. The next step or sign of emotional intelligence that I wrote down was authenticity. Okay. And authenticity doesn't mean you share everything about yourself to everyone all the time. It does mean saying what you mean meaning what you say and sticking to your values and your principles above all else okay you know not everyone is going to appreciate your thoughts and feelings but the ones who matter will okay so much of my adulthood has been well my whole life has been spent making sure everybody's happy and I actually kind of identified it. I uh, worked through this Brene Brown book. And it's like, I'm realizing it's like, it started at a very young age where I just wanted to be perfect for everybody, right? Because I had a very tumultuous family life. And I'm like, okay, well then I'm going to be the perfect kid with the perfect grades who doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't do drugs, doesn't sneak out, doesn't party, doesn't do anything. And then it went through my adulthood where it's like, oh my gosh, I have to be the angelic leader who doesn't go out late, who doesn't do whatever, who blah, 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 like whatever it is. And I'm not going to say I'm an angel. My goodness. I'm, I am got some like late baby horn probably <laughs> i'm kidding but like now i'm like i'm not and so people are like oh my god how long is she gonna be in italy for i don't you know well i'm going to spain in a couple days but it's like you know sometimes you identify that in your life so much of whatever has been going on in your life is is people pleasing and that is not necessarily authentic and keeping people around who have an inauthentic version of you is not emotionally intelligent because then you go to bed with yourself and you sit there and you're like god i wish i were this i wish I wish I were that, I wish I felt like this, I wish I had people like this in my life, whatever those things are that you say in your head to yourself, uh, I want you to think about that, authenticity is so important, and I want you to look for people who are authentic, right, look for people who are not afraid to be themselves, if you look at, uh, it's, it's another just good example, my god, but like if you look at Sydney, like stopping pretending to be something she was not, and then her whole life takes off, like that's not coincidence, that's just emotional intelligence and emotional quotient taking over, okay? The next thing that I am kind of like obsessed with, and this is, this is something that I know the people that are going to react to this, is people with emotional intelligence show empathy. I needed a drink of water on that one, okay? <laughs> this is like a red, red, red flag. How many of you are like, oh, snap, okay? I'm just going to tell you when somebody is unable to show empathy to other people, People That to me is a sign of very low emotional quotient, very low emotional intelligence. The people who do not understand, as an example, the black lives matter movement, I worry for them emotionally. So I'm like, something is actually wrong in your head. You don't have empathy. Okay. Like you, okay. You really, you can't sign a protest. You can't donate some money. You can't go support black businesses. Okay. Like this is very, very strange to me. Right. And then like Courtney just said, the contradictory things people say and do, I'm not going to diagnose somebody with some kind of psycho disorder or something, but it's a pretty big red flag when it comes to emotional intelligence. Okay. And so it just includes understanding other thoughts, other people's thoughts and feelings. It allows you to connect with people. And emotional intelligence is connecting with people. So instead of judging people, instead of labeling people, instead of saying, oh, this is them and then this is us, you work to see things through people's eyes. Make sense? And, it, it's not, and so here's the thing is staying a student is emotionally intelligent because honestly, our truths in our minds are constructed from our childhoods. Do you understand this? Right. Your truth in your life is constructed based off of how you were raised. That doesn't make it truth. That's like deep. Right. That's like, oh, wow. What? So your ability to keep an open mind and say, hold on, I've been told this my whole life, but maybe that's not actually factual, is super powerful. And so if you can take the empathy to work, to see things through other people's eyes, it doesn't mean you necessarily agree, right? It doesn't mean that you instantly see somebody else's point of view. It's more so like you strive and seek to understand, which allows you to build deeper, more connected relationships. I'm not saying like it's a political year, right? Which seems crazy. Like 2020 is going by very fast. Okay. But it's like, I'm not saying uh, you need to be team Biden or team Trump and or like whichever okay I'm just saying can you listen can you not necessarily fall ignorantly down a party line which is what most people do can you listen to both sides and then decide oh no that person's a psychopath like hold on a second psycho psycho okay like, make those decisions based off of what you actually hear in your heart instead of just falling down the line that you've been told your entire life to listen to. That's empathy. The next thing. Um, with emotional intelligence that I think is just a huge big beautiful sign of it is that you praise others because all humans crave acknowledgement and appreciation and when you commend other people you are building trust in people in the process and so can you send out the messages of love can you send out um, you know i 'm so proud of you even when it doesn 't benefit you a lot of people have a hard time doing that they have a really hard time uh, saying oh i'm congratulations i 'm so proud of you because emotion Emotionally, it's killing them that they're not in the same spotlight. And so I pay, this is a big one for leadership. I pay very close attention to who doesn't clap when other people win. And so something I do, just very honestly, and I've done this now for two years that we've been doing champ champ breaking zooms. I type in champ's names to see who's on. I do it every single time. I always look to see. And I know when someone is about to leave the fold before they even know that they know they're going or before they even know they're going to leave. Honestly, because if you're not on those things celebrating and cheering for people because you feel some type of way that Brie Nichols is rank eight now. Or whatever the situation is, Chelsea Horn's now a rank six and you're not, or whatever it is, you are screaming a lack of emotional intelligence at me. I know that you can't lead well before you know you can't. And so for me, I pay very, very close attention to that because when you can focus on the good in others and you can focus on other people's success and you can share specifically what you appreciate in somebody, you inspire them and yourself to become the best version of yourself, okay? The next thing, this is probably pretty easy uh, and obvious, but people who apologize, Because it takes strength and it takes courage to be able to say, hey, I'm sorry. And doing so demonstrates a level of humility that most people don't have. I want leaders who say, oh my God, I screwed up. I want leaders who say, you know, the post that you made, I don't know if it was about me. I don't think it was about me, but I think I've done that too to you, and I'm really sorry. Like, I want people who um, are able to step more into, hey, let's just be a little honest. Like, let's just be a little honest about how I'm feeling. That's humility, and that's emotional intelligence. And it does, and and look... um, It doesn't necessarily mean when you apologize that you're saying, oh, I was wrong. It's more so like saying you value your relationship with people more than your ego. And so if you are somebody who cannot say, I am sorry, you are not somebody who can say, wow, I really did screw up in that. Um, Holy smokes. That to me is a big red flag. And I I said it, it means you're valuing the relationship over your ego right? That's what that means when you apologize sometimes. Okay. Um, the next thing is forgiving and forgetting. Some of you hang on to resentment a whole lot, right? Um, I kind of wrote it in my Louis Vuitton post yesterday, but it's like, how many of you feel like you've done things for people a lot, a lot of times. And it's like, seriously, like, how many good things have I done for you? And now it's like, did you black out? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Did, you, did somebody hit you over the head with a frying pan? It wasn't me. But like, what is wrong with you? Do you have amnesia? Like, I think you need to go to Lucone's house and drink some MCT. He loves MCT oil, <laughs> right? Like whatever this is, like what is wrong with your brain? Okay. This is actually pretty common. Okay. But forgiving and forgetting and allowing it's forgiving. Forgiveness is not for them. Write that down. Forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness is for you. Okay? If you can truly forgive, I'm not asking you to forget, that is tremendous amounts of emotional intelligence. Because we are human. Okay? I screw up constantly. Okay? And I will apologize all the time. And I hope that people can forgive when I make those mistakes. Forgiveness is for you. Right? Because if you're... I I trained on this a couple months ago, I feel like. But if you're holding on to that you're holding on to that. That doesn't feel good to you. That's what sits energetically on your chest. You know, that feeling where you're like, uh, uh, like when you go in an event and you see them and you're like, uh, right. That hurts you way more than it hurts them. And it always will. Okay. And keep your commitments. Okay, it is so common these days for people to break agreements or commitments whenever they feel like it. Okay, um, it's amazing because if you're somebody who keeps your word and somebody who um, has a habit of being somebody who is reliable, that again is emotional intelligence, doing the things that you don't feel like doing because it's the right thing to do, that's emotional quotient. It is easier sometimes to sit at home and watch Netflix, I'm sure, but do you think maybe it might be better to go live? Do you think it might be better to reach out to your customers? Do you think it might be better to make the YouTube video? Do you think it might be better to do the giveaways or whatever it is you're doing? Like that kind of stuff and, and then not being pissed off when the things don't happen the way you want them to because you didn't do what you said you were going to do, right? The reliability and the trustworthiness you build with yourself when you do what you say you're going to do is massive. And then help others. One of the greatest ways to positively impact the emotions of other people and yourself is to help other people, right? Again, If you think I don't pay attention to who's doing things in service, you're crazy. I know we're not paying you. I listened to a voice message from Sarah Meyer to Tommy the other day. She's like, I have no idea what she said, but I'm so excited. I'm like, okay, hold on. Let me listen to it, right? But doing those things, that's emotional intelligence because you're doing things without being given something in return necessarily, right? That's a huge sign of a leader. That's a huge, huge sign of a leader is somebody who helps other people, right? People don't care um, about the college you went to in network marketing. We don't care about how much money you've made. We don't care about all these stupid things, previous accomplishments. We're not over here talking about the high school, um, you know, football game where the, you were the star quarterback and blah, 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 right? It's more like people want people are impressed when you take time out of your day, Like this, take time out of your day to train, take time out of your day to coach, take time out of your day to message, take time out of the day to say, hey, I appreciate you. Actions like that build trust and inspire other people to follow your lead when it really counts. Because if people know that you're going to be there, they know they can rely on you. And when you become a reliable leader, they trust you with their emotions. Does that make sense? That's where the power is. There's so much power in that. And then the last thing when it comes to emotional intelligence that I want to say is just protect yourself from emotional sabotage. Okay. So understand that emotional intelligence also has that dark side. Like when people uh, like attempt to manipulate other people's emotions to promote a personal agenda. Okay. And that's why you have to sharpen your own emotional intelligence to protect yourself when people try to convince you that somebody is some type of way and you're sitting there like, I don't think so right like if i look at the people who um you know followed as an example the original eight like how many times were they told that i was crazy or that i was the demon or that i was whatever a manipulator uh, blah 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 if you have high emotional intelligence it's very easy for you to put the wall up and protect yourself from emotional sabotage but only if you are in a place where your emotional intelligence is already high enough make sense perfect So, um, not today, not today. And it's so impressive now as I sit around and I sit around as I sit here and I watch so many of these leaders who have been around for so long, achieve such huge things that to me again, is because of emotional intelligence. And so keep your calm, be the calm in the storm. It's okay to have emotions. It's okay to give yourself those five minutes to scream and whatever, but go through this list, maybe listen and rewatch this. I'll put the recording in our chat um, a couple of times because all of these things are just massive signs. Like I said, of emotional intelligence.